Hello, my name is Will Brazier and welcome to Middle of the Road. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to football in the Midlands. We'll be debating all the weekend's major talking points and delving deep into the past where we're creating our ultimate Midlands eleven. Each week I'm joined by a regular panel as I test them on their Midlands knowledge. And at the end of the show, I'll be picking a winner based on who has impressed me the most. So let's meet them. More cup success, more glory for Ryan Molesworth. Get in there. Down there, it was a bit cold last night actually, wasn't it? Very but windy, very cold. That didn't stop you. Didn't. 4 1 victory, nice and easy. In there. Sporting a charity t shirt, which he picked up on the weekend. We'll come on to that a bit more. Always doing his bit. Josh Mitchell. Hi, oh, well. Lovely stuff. Uh, how much was that t shirt you were wearing? Uh, £15, wasn't it? It's a Jeff Astle t shirt for Jeff Astle Day, wasn't it? Yeah. Hi. You want that? that the original batch? Yes, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, it's really work on radio. It's just no, I just, just it's very minimalist here. And you can already hear him already. He's got a bit of a croaky voice because he's been been a zombie this weekend. Yeah, been a Matt been a bit of acting. Will yeah, acting. Yeah, a bit of acting um, on the I side. Actually, got got to uh, got to the event. I got given a theatrical role, so they've obviously saw my talents in the. Uh, well, I've always said you've got it in the bag. <laughs> to be fair, you've always you've always impressed but me. Unfortunately. Um, Four hours of making zombie noises and uh, taking no. taking its toll on my own voice. So. That's too much celebrating last night. You can't fool me. <clears throat> right, we start off. We always do. Ultimate Midlands eleven. We're up up top now with strikers. I'll start with. You go on, Ryan. Gonna go for the uh, for Stevie Bull. Stevie Bull, who actually, as as Josh has has kindly pointed out in the past, actually started at rivals West Brom. Now he only actually made four appearances at West Brom. Now his first goal was in I don't know if you know it was a big competition. Um the Coca-Cola Cup. Uh the Anglo Italian Cup. It's actually the Freight Rover trophy. Uh, his first goal for which is actually the Go on. Johnson's paint trophy now. Uh in That's old his, money. In old money, his first goal for Wolves is their all time leading goal scorer. What do you win if you won that trophy? Um an get- Eddie Stobart. Laurie. What the man, the actual man himself? Yeah. Or do you Just get a night, um, night with him? Do you get one of them radios? That, what were they called? It's a feature over like that. Uh, you get to feature on the Channel Five program. Oh, Eddie Stowe. Stowe. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Apparently. What about one of the miniature trucks as well? Because they're quite collectibles. <laughs> All the, the start, just the starting eleven got one. Matt Collins, I can imagine you had one of those. Uh, yeah, but you got to keep it in the box, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to keep it in the box. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit of a side note. Carry on. <laughs> He once scored 52 goals in a season in 1987. Imagine that. That's a lot of Messi Ronaldo standards now. Yeah, We'd probably be waxing play, lyrical. Probably didn't play as many games either. Huh? He was selected for the England team whilst playing in the third division. What? So now, uh, he's uh, the, this old money third in, division. Yeah. yeah. League One. Yeah. League One. Yeah. Which League is one. the last last player to do so. Is it? Yeah. There was, and there's only been five players post-war to have, to have done that. Is that a question? He played. He played thirteen times for England. Scored four goals. Pretty impressive. Um, But although the only appearance he did make in the top flight was for West Brom, coming on as a substitute, so we could argue that he hasn't scored goals at the the highest level. Though he has scored four for England. Josh, haven't you got a Steve Ball tattoo on your ass? No. Oh, sorry. That's another Steve Austin. Steve Austin. Sorry, Josh. But um, he has he did score bags and bags of goals for Wolves and got got them back to back promotions. Yeah, and um, he, there was actually a transfer agreed in 1995 to Coventry, 
Okay. Which there was that much uproar caused by Wolves fans. He actually pulled out of the transfer and decided to stay. At, yeah. Decided to stay with his beloved Wolves. But you so, cannot argue. So his loyalty's there. His loyalty's his there. His passion's there. And he's now got a stand. He's got a stand him, named after him. I actually went to his uh, restaurant. Has he got a restaurant? Yeah, it's not far from Wolverhampton. Yeah? It's quite nice, actually. Is it called Steve's Bullshit? I can't remember what it's called, but there's pictures of him everywhere and his England shirts are hanging up. Okay. It's actually yeah. quite smart. Though. Did you like go back and do a b- bad trip advisor report after a terrible restaurant, terrible <laughs> yeah. food, no stars? Load of bull. Yeah. No, <laughs> I did actually quite enjoy it, believe it or not. Oh, yeah, right. okay. Yeah. But, um, there is a photo of him in an Albion shirt in there. So Josh? He's got, he's got both up. Oh, Josh. Steady now. Lastly from me, Go on, a right. nice little story from Steve Bull. He found out that um, this a couple of years ago. There was a, a lifelong Wolves fan who was from Ipswich who that he hadn't missed a game. I think I know where you're going this. I've seen this. Hadn't missed a game since 1976. That's the, that's, and I think that's even more determined than you, Josh, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Had to miss one yeah. for, uh, for, I don't know if it was his wedding or, but um, anyway, Steve Ball it got was hold his wedding, of, I think. of his wedding. He got hold of this story and thought, right, going to make it a special day considering he's, um, he's missed this game, hadn't missed one for a long time. And actually showed up at the wedding as a surprise to make it their special day. Oh, so loyal, passionate, but he's got that kind of care inside to him as well. Yeah. And a goal scorer. A little story about him as well. Bob Taylor's testimonial. Yeah. Uh, Albion fans were all singing uh, Stand Up If You Hate Steve Ball. Okay. He actually uh, sat down in the centre. <laughs> oh, blind yeah. down. So, yeah. sense of humour as well. Exactly. So, what I'll, a blow. Get him in. Yeah. For you, Ryan, that's why he should be exactly. in our ultimate at 11. Matt, you're picking a spot there for the listeners at home. Yeah. And sucking on your thumb. Um, who are you going for? Uh, I'm going for the man. Oh, crazy! Uh, Dwight York. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just wheeling the steel drums. <laughs> Let's get going. Um, obviously, uh, had an illustrious career. Yeah. Um, made a load of appearances for Aston Villa. 232. You need a couple of lozenges, you do, don't you? I know. Um, but he also spent a season at Birmingham, as you well know. Well, yeah, yeah was very, uh, we've had York and Cole both for the Blues, yeah, but unfortunately not at the same, not the same time. time. Mm. But yes, um, let's get into the, the detail. The nitty gritty. Um, he actually holds the joint record for the number of participations in different World Cup competitions. Okay. That's including qualifications. Oh, so at the very start of the process. Yeah. So for some people, it was actually at the start of the 2018 yeah, yeah I believe, Canada, I believe he's taken part in six campaigns. Yeah, but he's only been to one, one, one maybe. Yeah, 2010. Yeah, Crouchy yeah, scored against yeah. him. With another, who else was there for Trinidad and Tobago from uh, the Midlands? The, the um, go on. What's yeah. his name? The one played Port Vale. Yes. Oh, anyone? White bloke. Can't remember his name. Chris Birchill. Chris Birchill. Uh, Sorry, yeah, Matt. Yeah, that's just a side note again. Right? That's, that's good. Um, <laughs> Picked up the nickname Smiling Assassin for his constant smile and his goal-scoring attributes. And his side job as an assassin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, We've uh, mentioned his international prowess and he won several several accolades um, for performances throughout the uh, World Cup and World Cup qualification stages. Now, is he in the CONCAF region, is he? No. Yeah, they are in there. So what was he, CONCAF? Player of the year? Uh, I think he actually got player of the round in one World Cup. Well, blimey. Yeah. Maybe in the group stages. Um, but then he was playing a bit of a holding midfielder. Yeah, 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 he was deeper and deeper. He actually took a break for international football and then he came back and then that's when he got played. Now, is that you know, because no they mind. got a bit in the 
bit of a glory. Yes, that was because Roy Keane first deployed him as a. And that brings in the story of when he signed York instead of Robbie Savage when he rang up Savage and he went Wada. Yeah, very nice. Well, yeah, he's got a stadium named after him in Tobago. Yeah. It's called the Dwight York Stadium. <laughs> original. original, yeah. Original. He's uh, he's big friends with um, cricket legend Brian Lara. Of course, of course. And uh, he's been known to act as the water boy for the West Indies. All right. And bring a water to the lads. And uh, is um, he authentic in that role? Does he walk it out, or does he? Oh yeah, he get takes the it caddy with him. Serious. Get the, uh, get the golf cart with him. Bobby Boucher takes it seriously. <laughs> That's got in my head. You not watch the water boy? No, I haven't. I haven't watched a Godfather. You get that IMDb right. top twenty-five list. I haven't watched. I wouldn't. Well, it's not. It's not yeah. in the top twenty-five. Well, <laughs> should be. It's not up there with the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Adam Sandler film. Of course, <laughs> Leading that to of our generation. There's a lot of wrestling references in it as well. Yeah. Well, let's that. stop the podcast. Let's get <laughs> Where were we? Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Waterboy, best film ever. Yeah, uh, he's a big, big cricket fan. He, he's got family members that play cricket at high standard and. Um, yeah, he's got a quite a big association. But Matt, why should he be in our ultimate Midlands eleven? Well, Will, I'm going to take you away from the pitch. Oh <laughs> no! This is where he differs from the crowd. Is this slightly. when you tell us he's a family man? <laughs> uh, family man with key family values. During his time at Aston Villa, he was known as a bit of a playboy. Will well, yeah. you would be that young, lots of exactly, money. Yeah, in the in the Midlands, Broad Street. Yeah, I bet that. I bet, well, I bet, I bet he was there plenty. I bet under the railway bridges at the time, Digbeth was quite a thriving new area, wasn't it, Josh? Um, me too, I bet he was in there. Yeah. yeah, smacks me. Table, couples of bottles of vodka, maybe a few women. Maybe. Maybe. Well, Will, he uh, he did sh- he showed that he could score both on and off the pitch. <laughs> God, I bet you were waiting to say that line, haven't you? And he, he, he claimed that he actually bedded four women in one 24 hour period, Will. Well, I don't well, know I if I condone that kind of. Kind of actions on there. He actually he began on a night out with with uh, colleagues, just uh, in their one of their local haunts that they like to Junior be in. Junior Joke, yeah. Southgate, Bosnich is there. Southgate, went Southgate. Through. He actually likes a, um, a squash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is any on the squash? Squash, I like squash. Anyway, he, he claimed that he just they'd gone out just to enjoy themselves, but he did he did admit they they were looking to pull girls. Well, okay. <clears throat> anyway, um, so. He met up with one girl that he, he had been with before. It wasn't a one-night stand. He where's where, where's, where's <laughs> this testimonial coming from? Uh, himself. Okay. It's uh, declared by himself. <laughs> uh, he, he was quite proud about it. Um, anyway, so he, he took her home and he said that she scooted off in the morning so there was no awkward uh, like when she would call you. Yeah, blah, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, he then went to training, uh, training with the lads and then as soon as that finished he um, took decided them. that he he got the taste for it. <laughs> Went through his phone book and came to a, a young lady called Sue. Sue? Yeah. Oh, Sue Barker. No, uh, no surnames mentioned. Sue Barker. It was. And, Sue uh, Barker, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, he had a grand slam with that. He, he met up with Sue and they. Uh, he said, uh, even though he was slightly fatigued. He talked about all this. I promise you. Even though he was slightly fatigued, he rose to the occasion. <laughs> and... Um, Anyway, Sue left shortly afterwards. And, Hi, Sue. And uh, he found himself with nothing to do, twiddling his thumbs. So he uh, <laughs> he um, got the taste for it. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he, he got phone out again. He uh, texted one of his other the other ladies, Barbara, and it was one that um, that usually came to to uh, meet him instead of going to the gym. Oh, all right. So she'd tell her other half. Uh, yeah, uh, rock, the relationship was on the rocks, but but so did, so she'd tell the other half. Gym, and, and then uh, yeah, Dwight York got the workout. <laughs> And uh, so that was three, but he, he hadn't had enough. Yeah, that uh, wasn't enough. <laughs> right, come on, you're eating into Josh's time. A woman actually rang him this time and said, would you like something to eat? Well, he thought, well, I haven't eaten since this morning. <laughs> I haven't had so, dessert. <laughs> so, so why not? So um, went to dinner, a few glasses of wine later, you know what happens. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what he did 24 say. hours and four ladies, but he treated them all, from just what I can tell. With respect. Yeah, yeah, he treated them all well. Yeah. He just, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just offered a service. Yeah. I hope he had a shower at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <After training>. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully after training oh my god and um, what's more alarming four women or possibly five showers in one day <laughs> he'd have wrinkly fingers if he showered that much <laughs> oh he would yeah and a wrinkly sole to his feet yeah anyway it doesn't stop there Will you, um, it does because we need to move on I'll just go quickly on okay, to one on. other exploit um, people may have heard of it um with Mark Bosnich. Yeah, we've heard that plenty of times on this podcast. And um, yeah, it was just a from you quick yeah. story yeah. about an alleged uh, a cross-dressing four-way. Rom. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. thank you. But, but he actually claimed that nobody actually scored that evening. Oh, it actually, right. clean didn't happen. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't a clean scored team. Women, <laughs> he said as much. They all as, scored a lot. As much as him yeah. and Mark wanted it to turn into an orgy. Oh, right. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't. So. Uh, there is a nice photo of Dwight in a dress. Yeah, there is. It's uh, on video, isn't it? Yeah, it well, not, he, he actually got it on one DVD. One night in New York. <laughs> he tossed it in the dustbin and reporters found it. Amateur. Straight into a trailer. Always burn it. Always yeah. burn it. Always burn it. Josh Mitchell, uh, get rid of that smut. Can we have a bit more dignity back so to I'm the podcast? So I'm doing a man with real class. Yeah, today, Josh, but, I like that. Uh, the one and only Jeff Astle. Lovely stuff. 137 goals in 290. And how games. appropriate as well, after Jeff Astle day. So, yeah. He was well respected by by every everyone that knew him. Well, he uh, he lived on a road in West Bromwich called the Crescent. Okay. And uh, often fans would ham, hang banners from his front wall on his garden. He was always out mowing the lawn and chatting to people in the street. Oh, no. there's, even, the t- there's even one photo of a banner that's hung it says "From the Villa fans." It says "Astor King of the Crescent." Oh, well, that's so nice. even the other well respected respected him. Yeah. He was respected so much that he's actually got quite a lot of things in his memory. Uh, so there's a bridge in uh, Netherton, heart of the black country. Okay. I always used to have uh, Astle is the King graffitied onto it. Okay. Council used to clear it clear it off next day. It would reappear. Council would clear it off and it would reappear. Bridge is actually uh, named the Astle Bridge now. Do they still graffiti and, uh, it? Graffiti's there permanently. Oh, right. Lovely stuff. Well, maybe, uh, not, maybe not a good, uh, good win for the law there. He had... Uh, He's obviously got the Astle Gates at West Bromwich Albion at the Hawthorns. Uh, he's also the only footballer to have a uh, Midland Metro tram named after him. Wow, what honours at all. Not but Josh, the, the uh, question we're all waiting to ask, is he on the Legends page on the club's website? Uh, no. Unfortunately, oh. 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 we don't have a Legends page on the club website. We've got to one of them properly. Nope. I think it's um, only Villa and I think only Martin Arsenal's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, he actually uh, released a single as well, Will. It's a nice uh, country western number. What's it going like? Uh, Give us called, a blast. It's called Sweet Water. I can't actually 
You can. You see that earlier. As soon as the red light comes on, Josh, you go a bit shy. So. So obviously he's famous for Albion scoring the FA Cup final winning goal. He actually uh, scored in every round of the cup that that year. Big, he said he said he'd never forget that goal as his greatest moment. Sadly, due to his injuries, by the time he died, he had forgotten it. Blimey. Couldn't remember playing football. That bad. And is that due to that the the poor the, the, the foot brain the, damage and yeah, the, yeah. of the football? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's an important thing that they're trying to raise money for. He um, he was often on Bad Ear and Skinner's. Fantasy Football League show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. As you may remember during the 1998 World Cup, he did a nice impression of Gary Lineker. Did he? And uh, started singing. You can look that one up on YouTube. I would do. Yeah. Put that on the Twitter. He was top goal scorer in Division One, 69 to 70. Yeah. Uh, which earned him a call up for the 1970 World Cup. Okay. Did he? Did he uh, I can't remember him featuring. Yeah, he played every game. Did he? Yeah. Fam- famously, unfortunately, missed missed a great chance against Brazil. Oh no. And consequently, lost that game. But, uh, many people say that that's the best England squad ever, even though they yeah. didn't win the World Cup, yeah. and he was part of that. So is that um, why Jeff Astle should be in our ultimate Midlands well, eleven? No, the reason the he should be in, the reason he should be in the ultimate Midlands eleven for me, well, yeah, is because he once said the Albion fans loved me, but not as much as I loved them. Oh, and that's 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 why I'd have him. Well. Normally I'm a bit silly when it comes to this time <laughs> of the quiz, and I do Don't do this one. Dwight York actually said to the ladies, "I know they love me, but I love them." <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dwight York's in. <laughs> right, moving on to game of the weekend, and it's quite apt that we were talking about Jeff Astle because it was Jeff Astle day at the Hawthorns, but it wasn't a happy day when you were leaving the Hawthorns, was it, Josh? West Bromwich Albion two, Leicester City three. What's your headline? Uh, my headline is uh, Pulis outfoxed. Yes, oh. I thought you were just going to leave yeah. it as pure out then. <laughs> Ryan Molesworth, headline? Very nice. Come and have a go if you think you're Vardy enough. Yeah, okay, yeah, like the play on words. Uh, Matt Collins, flick you through your ruled jotter. Baggies walk straight back into the Foxes' den. Oh, so it was West Bromwich Albion 2, Leicester 3, and a late Vardy goal has brought you kind of back into the relegation picture, Josh. Yeah, very much so with the running. Uh, Where is it? Palace, Newcastle. Palace Palace away, who are like the informed team. Yes, Liverpool, uh, at, home. Liverpool, Liverpool. at home, Chelsea at home, uh, Newcastle away, Man United away. Yes, Arsenal. and Arsenal away. It's a tough running. Just, where do you see the points coming from? Right. I think one or two uh, would do it. Liverpool, potentially Newcastle. I think Crystal Palace. You've got a good chance. I think three points at Liverpool. Yeah, easy three points. I, at can't, I can't see where is the points home, are coming from, but we've got a. We probably will pick up a couple because that's the way it usually it's falls. kind of freak result. But if if we don't, then we're in serious trouble. It's going to, I think, well. just come down to other results. Yeah. Which, whether others don't pick I up I think points, there are th- three worse teams below us. Yeah, I don't think Sunderland are going to get enough points to get above us. I can't see Hull doing yeah. it. With their running's as tough as ours. Well, you've got the yeah. likes of. Um, I can't think what I was going to say. When you go to Newcastle, obviously, they've got nothing to play for. Yeah, well, so they're not doing too well either, so... They could, they could, could still potentially some, be bought well, they're only a it. point above us, yeah. so we could get some, get some points there. But a disappointing result, Matt, but lovely finishes at the end from Jamie Vardy. Yeah, to be fair to them, they did take the chance as well, so pretty clinical. And, um, Why has it all changed? Because Pulis, obviously renowned for his tough defending, 
he's very organised, mm. keeping that very solid. But what's that? Four, seven goals at home in the last two games. There's been a lot of individual errors. Yes. Mm. Look at the last goal on Saturday. Yeah, McCauley. McCauley's got to just do something with it. The players are not concentrating at one point on Saturday. Uh, Gardner hit the ball against the Leicester player and it went straight behind him. He just stood there with his hand. He thought he'd gone out for throwing. The ball stopped on the line. The player just runs around and carries on up the line. The first game. goal was kind of a bit caught short as well. It was yeah. a quick, quick free kick. It's a long no, ball, basically, no wasn't long it? No, yeah, Lescott didn't get back. Tidy finish from Nugent, though. Leaked it round yeah. 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 nice I think I'd probably be more disappointed that they've gone ahead twice. And then obviously. Oh, especially against Leicester City. That's what I mean. And then considering what, what Pulis is usually about. And from the week before, off. you've got a team like, uh, like QPR coming yeah. to the Hawthorns, having had a sniff away for most of the season, banging in four. Leicester three, Matt Collins. What does Pulis need to do for the remaining five games? Yeah, he needs to just distill a bit of discipline back into them. I think. Um, What's going on with that back four as well? As you said, a bit of bit of urgency when when it breaks down, getting back into position before he doesn't. Um, he doesn't seem to like playing. He likes to play four centre backs, even though they're playing. Brunt played left back. back. Didn't yeah, Brunt's been playing left back, but even when Brunt's been out, he's been yeah. playing like. What about bringing Pochettino back? He, he clearly doesn't rate him because he hasn't involved him once. No. Uh, Wisdom he hasn't used him once. Gamboa hasn't used once. They took a blast yeah. on my fantasy team, actually, Wisdom. So, yeah. Let's have a word with Tony. So, do you think, do you think, I think you'll stay up? I think, to be honest, I think we might stay up without getting any more points. I think you'll get a point. I think Newcastle's, yeah. a, and I think Crystal Palace, because what they're renowned for is going on the counter-attack. Sunderland had to go for it in that yeah. game but Pulis will set up he'll probably do that five across the middle wouldn't he I really don't want to get there and just see us play for another nil now you going yeah, yeah I want Ooh. to see us get some go for it big good games this time yeah. we yeah. you two went to the Swansea game a few years ago last, last year that one yeah, yeah Pepe <laughs> Mel that was a good trip that was yeah I think you'll be safe yeah I think it's not going to be 40 points this year it's going to be about 36 36 so I think a win <laughs> that. Yeah. a win's going to get get you safe I think Molesworth mm. Safe. Safe, but I think relying on another result. Moving on to what I want to get my teeth into. Birmingham City, 2-1 winners against Wolves in the Midlands derby. Oh, what was that there? Was that Steve Ball saying he was a bit disappointed not getting <laughs> in the Midlands eleven? Uh, it was um, Matt's friend off Holmes in the Hammer, actually. Well, more on Holmes in the Hammer later, Josh, you're jumping <laughs> the gun. But it was Blues 2, Wolverhampton Wonder was 1. And I called it, I just had listened back to the podcast, I said 3-1. But I said a breakaway counter-attacking goal from Demai Gray. You did, it, right? I did hit it. You did say Demai Gray on the counter. Yeah. What happened? Didn't you say 3-1? I, I, I just said that, Matt. You had your back to not so listening. Not listening to the podcast while we're actually recording it. But it was a, it was a good result for Blues, but very damaging for Wolves' playoffs hopes. Definitely. They're still... I mean, it's only on goal difference they're outside the playoffs. Very but tight, isn't it, Randy? Their there? next couple of games, they've got Middlesbrough away and Ipswich at home. So but looking at a bad side, hard teams to play... On the good side, Matt Collins, it's in their hands. It is, Will. <laughs> I, can't, I can't see them getting... Not a Middlesbrough. In, they're not going to get enough points from Middlesbrough. Ipswich is a very tough game. I well. think if they definitely take a point at Middlesbrough and then it is... If they yeah. do beat Ipswich, then they're probably... But then the other teams aren't exactly gaining points, are they? Like Derby drew with Brentford. Everyone's Brentford. beating each other. That's what I do like the championship. Is it this time of the year, it's still don't know. They've got to go now, they can score goals. Well, surely they've got nothing to lose. They didn't expect to be there. Well, uh, the fans all had a go after. Did they? Yeah, they <laughs> kicked off. Go up, yeah, kicked yeah. off. Yeah, I don't like to see that. Police helicopters and a few things in, in, in Birmingham. Yeah. It's all great. I wasn't down on, on the streets. 
Where was I? I'd have been oh. home by three o'clock. I'd like to get myself away from that kind of situation. Yeah, you usually go a goal up and then go to sleep. Yeah, no, <laughs> two goals up, have enough, <laughs> losing three two. Yeah, he actually fell asleep when I went behind this time. Yeah, and woke up to them winning. But I was play. I, I we did we did we did anticipate a win for Birmingham City. We there, did. Didn't I we? thought that they'd. Uh, I thought they'd do well. Maybe. See Kevin McDonald's chance right at the end. They were like, it could have come to a phobie or Dicko, yeah. and it came to Kevin McDonald. And, Puts yeah. it over the back of the railway. He's the last person you want that to. Literally the last person. I'd even <laughs> fancy Matt Murray coming Hennessy. back out of retirement. Yeah. Or I'd have fancied Matt Mole on that one. Yeah, left-footed drive. Yeah. Nah, wouldn't. No. All oh, the results going around. Big win for Villa at White Hart Lane. We didn't see that one coming. No, I did. Did say I didn't think Villa would would get anything. But um, Tottenham, just... Tottenham have been poor. Tottenham have been poor. They've not been really. I'd... Tottenham have, haven't produced a, a run where you think, yeah, they're looking good. It hasn't been a, like I don't think they've maybe put a few wins on the on the bounce. Don't you think it's the Sherwood effect as well? Because the the games that they seem to win, you look at the Albion games, that's where the passion comes in. The Sunderland game, okay, they're still running off off the Albion result, and then Tottenham Sherwood's going back to White Hart Lane. Mm. He's got a huge point to prove. He's got Levy sat behind him, so he yeah. just likes to get him up for that sort of game. I just think that that goal as well. Once that goal went in, it was kind of like exactly the game that he wanted. Just setting setting that up, giving that drive uh, for um, direction at the back for the. They did lose Kieran Clark early on as well, didn't they? Interestingly, yeah. Since Sherwood's been in charge at Villa, yes, Ben Teke is the Premier League top scorer. Is it? Mm. And that's what he does, isn't it? Just instills that confidence. He's a very good man manager. He's not maybe not the smartest. He also claimed that uh, it's not a gilet; it's a coat. Oh yeah. No, that's what he threw down. They they said, "Oh, what you threw down your gilet?" And he, no, I threw down my coat. Oh, okay. Well, as <laughs> oh, a kind yeah. of a, as a gauntlet to the rest of the relegation. Kind it was of right against QPR. You seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so is he saying he wouldn't throw down his gilet? I reckon he's got yeah. too much respect for the gilet. Well, I think with them kind of the compressed air you get in the gilet, it might almost bounce back up and on him. Maybe. Like, yeah. Maybe he won't separate. I from reckon him. that's why he's so angry. Why? Because he's just like. Yeah, just pent up. Yeah, wants the release from the What are you doing? Um, moving down to League Two, another loss for Cheltenham. They've got Cambridge tomorrow. Yeah, we were very doom and gloom about the chances last week. T- tough for Cheltenham, but uh, they got some. We had some other good Midlands results in. Uh, League one and two, so yeah, we're and then Shrewsbury. It's Coventry came up on the video yeah. printer. Warsaw one, whoever they were playing, Neil, yeah. Tom yeah. Bradshaw, Bradshaw, and he was back after injury. Farouk set him up, yeah, crossing from Farouk, headed down by Bradshaw. Warsaw safe, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the, I think there's uh, too many. I think five five points from safety. I think, but yeah. again, there's still like eight, seven teams below. Mm-hmm. So, but the, the I think it's a similar situation to West Brom. To be fair, yeah, there's no way that. A few of those are going to win. I don't think they're that far off it. I think it's a couple of points. No. Talk amongst yourselves, I'll get out. (laughs) Oh, no, sorry. Port Vale are two points off, and then Coventry and Warsaw, who won at the weekend. There it is. They're a couple of points above that. Warsaw 15th, 51. They're four points off, but they are, yeah. But yeah, there's there's, yeah. how many teams in the relegate? Coventry Coventry three points. Coventry had loads of chances at the weekend. They'd have really regretted it if they hadn't won. And there's got to be a couple of those playing each other as well, so there's no way that. God, I don't think the other teams. I think they both still need a, a win or two. Don't Cheltenham they? down, Warsaw. Cheltenham are gone. Cheltenham yeah. are gone. I think they've got they've got two tough games. Shrewsbury winnable games. Though. Then, I think. Burton up. They got Burton up. Burton up. Mm. Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury yeah. Up. yeah, up. yeah. Shrewsbury and Burton. 
Right, moving on. New surface of a planned protest for Birmingham City fans at the weekend and fresh of uh, oh, fresh sausages for the Wolves game. But as far as I'm aware, there was no fresh meat to be seen at St Andrews. So how would you highlight the plight of the Blues ownership troubles? I'm going to start with Ryan Molesworth. I'd like a... I know it was supposed to have been, if anyone didn't see, it was supposed to be on the 30-minute mark yeah. that people were buying sausages, throwing raw sausages onto the pitch. Okay. That was the, the phrase. People actually used to... Uh, in the Midlands, they used to squeeze the raw sausage meat out of the snack. Out of oh. the skin. <laughs> what, not even cooked? Yeah, not cooked. Yeah, look it up. Start I'll do that after. That. Pro- pure protein. I don't know what come up. You just want me to go meat spin. That's but I'd, I'd quite like, on that go on. on that note, I'd quite like maybe a live sausage protest. Getting the what, own sausages on. What are we talking about? Talking the... streakers. Ah. Get the streakers on. Start this, this sort of out at, at oh. Blues. I think people would take notice of that. I so get, get some proper sausages on the pitch. Yeah, that way. They, uh, They'd be more like Chipolatas if you The players would actually get <laughs> to join Carson Young in prison. Sausage fest. Yeah, exactly. And then they could have a proper word with it. So what you're talking about, you want to see... Fans want fans, if they want to, you know, get, get noticed, get yeah. that sausage onto the pitch. But maybe you should have, like, get Carson Car- out on the shaft. Yeah, yeah or just, yeah. yeah. You'd probably only be able to fit out. Out. Yeah. Well, it depends who's yeah. going on. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it needs a measuring contest before... <laughs> We get the message sent out there. If you can fit Carson Young out. Carson, oh. yeah. <laughs> Carson Young yeah, out, yeah. also Peter Panner. <laughs> if you can get all that on, then, you can go on. Yeah. Police you just mean, say, yeah. let him go. <laughs> I have to take Dion Dudley off my home. Now. <laughs> <laughs> right, Matt Collins, moving on to you. What would you um, like to see? Be creative, it's only a bit of fun. Yeah, I'd just like to see something big happen. Like a, We just talked about that. I think like 30,000 clowns just releasing <laughs> release through the graph what about um, just um, a thousand Vietnamese <laughs> just forming the fit uh, budget's a bit low right? what about one Vietnamese child maybe yeah Josh Mitchell what would you like to uh, see I don't know about what would work I know what wouldn't work though uh, there's definitely no point in having a boycott because not many no. people go anyway oh, oh yeah. Josh you were on a, the right track to win this week quiz but you just pulled yourself back I think it's quite hard doing something like that at a protest though it's, yeah. it's difficult to who, not damage who are they the protesting to they just want Carson out Josh yeah, yeah but it's not going to change him in prison like I'm sure the uh, football league Josh I'm sure the whole fit and proper ownership test where's well, that about it's a disgrace maybe they should bloke was a hairdresser with no money and he took over the club with maybe £40 million pound should, promise maybe they should go and protest at the football league maybe they should all something. become hairdressers yeah. yeah that would really get him to it yeah. Yeah. I'll do, do, we'll do our own hair we do have number ones. Yeah, maybe they should have a haircutting service. Yeah. At Blues, yeah. And then raise a bit of electricity. Keep, keep all the hair and just dump it on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then they could use it to make wigs or something and, and sell it you got for, that, a, uh, for a charitable cause. Yeah, I'd buy some. Wire scrubber. That's uh, not a wire scrubber. Um, but I I think what Josh was saying, though, the Football League protesters be more. more so, no, streakers. Um, speaking of that, I did see a bloke once. Just side note, went to Sheffield Wednesday game. Big fat bloke comes on with a ball rat thong, and normally the, the stewards come on and like they overload him. But none of them. That point is that you you go and get him. Yeah. I'm not touching him. I'm not. T- right, summer's day, sweating, dripping off him. Especially if something slips out. Yeah. yeah. Then you all, all sorts of bother. Yeah. <laughs> then you find out he's under fifteen and. <laughs> You're in serious trouble. <laughs> right, moving on quickly. He ran at me. 
<laughs> it was Jeff Astor Day at the Hawthorns, and it was a huge success, judging by Josh's T-shirt, apart from the result, obviously. But with players going old school and wearing those retro kits, numbers 1 to 11, what features would you bring back from the old school? Josh Mitchell. Uh, I've got a few answers I'm going to go through with you, Will. Yes, OK, let's uh, go through them I'll together. Try and, try and do it quickly. Oh, yes, we do need to be uh, quick. I was very disappointed to see the players come out in... This lovely old kit, mm. and all of them have coloured boots on. <laughs> yeah, it kind of ruined so. the image for me. Did, they yeah. should all wear black. Boots. I didn't think of that actually. That's and they good. should wear black boots every week anyway. Yes. Uh, maybe white. I can stretch to. Yeah. But these fluorescent coloured boots are. No. Oh, I like them. I do. And, yeah, it makes when I'm wearing mine, I feel faster. Do you? Like a few yards faster. I thought you did look faster yesterday at that cup final. Yeah. That's all right. But what other changes would you implement? Uh, Josh? I'd love to have some safe standing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'd also like to see tickets as cheap as they used to be. Yeah, that'd be nice. Twenty uh, two crowns. And a real bugbear of mine. Go on. Uh, is an issue of, of music at football. Okay. Uh, you want an orchestral band? Pre-match, ten minutes before kickoff, turn the music. Drum and on. bass. Don't need. Don't need any music. Let the atmosphere build. Like at the Hertha Berlin game we went to. And worst of all, will. Post goal music. Oh, yeah. that really needs to go. Well, it's like a Chelsea dagger. It's yeah. the worst gimmick in football. Yeah, when was it it's yours? I started playing on blue Aberdeen of a dive. So, yeah, 150 people there. I don't want that blurting out. I just want to enjoy my football. Some nice recommendations there. Thanks, Josh. Matt Collins? Uh, yeah, I've uh, got a little bugbear. The offside rule. I'd like to go back to a lot, lot more simpler. Okay. Because um, we've had a few discussions about officials and interference our people and, uh, in play. Uh, ways of helping the officials and things and I think some rules have been made too complicated and if that was the case though one of the baggies goals wouldn't have counted on the weekend yeah well, um, if rules change then that's true obviously goals going to be given yeah, or not given I but think I agree with that if you're offside you're offside yeah it's, uh, I don't know like, okay. I think it's for an instance for, that, for instance when um Players have stood in front of the goalkeeper on a free kick. Yes, and then they've been deemed not interfering. Mm. I, I believe that is interfering. When they're jumping up and down doing star jumps. Yeah. Oh, Braddy Joyed used to do that for Blues when yeah, Seb Larson was over. Give him the old Mr. Motivator, giving it a bit yeah. of that. You do see it every single week an offside decision being wrongly given or or not given. Perhaps they should have a, a line like you see oh, on the telly. And the worst or... one is the don't flag till he's touched it. Oh yeah, just um, wait about yeah. Or a bugbear. I think one of you yeah. brought up the linesman when the ball rolls past him and just oh, doesn't just touch leave it. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 to get that ball. I, I can <laughs> understand on like um, in in the big stadiums where they've got ball boys and stuff because you just get another ball strong. Yeah. But on the park pitch <laughs> yeah. where there's a there's a hundred meter slope, yeah, and it just lets the ball roll off and it's. It's gone into, down the into, the, into the duck pond. <laughs> I think it just raises the issue that if they've stretched and don't block it, yeah. then obviously some fans are going to be saying, it's "Well, Marno could have blocked Sunday league, though. It's more he stopped it for the other team." I was going to say similar to uh, to Josh. I'd like I liked the the safe. terraces. Yes, um, and it's worked in Germany. The the safe standing. Not sure. Obviously, they'd have to maybe trial it and see how it would be. Well, in it's there. easy implemented. There's isn't plenty it? of clubs offering to trial it. Yeah. Um, I also like rattles as well. Rattles, school yeah. rattles. I know sometimes you, you hear them now and again, but I'd like a few more orchestra of rattles. Yeah, yeah. get that going. Like that, yeah. Is that what you just, uh, baggy nice shorts? Thing? Baggy shorts. Yeah, I don't like baggy shorts. Oh, get out. What about? Uh, I'd like to see drip being able to drink on the, in 
in the oh, stands yeah. again, but I can't out. see that happening. Any I'd like to see. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see. It. I wouldn't want it to happen over here. It's too many idiots. We went to Germany. Yeah, love it we went to Berlin. It was absolutely fine, wasn't it? With two pointers. And there was yeah. no, no trouble from what we could see. And no, but that's the problem. That's, that's more of a mentality thing yeah, with the British. The ethos. Yeah, exactly. There's too many idiots at football. Thuggery. Thuggery. Well, you only got to see that bloke with the dildo on his head at Villa, and that sums up your argument there, doesn't it? So we're back in and no beer sober. but Hilda. Yeah, no beer, yeah. And he was yeah, he was stone cold. <laughs> uh, moving on, tips for next weekend. Just get a quick hacker going here. Josh Mitchell. Um, I've gone Anyone? for Will. Who have you gone for? Uh, I've gone for Many Clouds. Many Clouds. Oh, <laughs> wrong one. Sorry. I've gone for uh, Villa out of the cup, both teams to score. Villa out of the cup, right. both BTS. I'm going to go for a Blues-Watford BTS. I'm going to go for a Wolves home win against Ipswich. Oh, I had that one written down as well, but I've also got a backup. Oh, lovely oh, stuff. Add Shrewsbury to win at York. Oh, oh okay. Very lovely stuff. Well, what did you not like? Or I'm going to call it Can't Speak from this week. Ryan Moulton. Well, we did mention it last week about uh, Dion Dublin has actually changed career after yeah, TV his, presenter. his successful football career he's now a TV presenter on Homes in the Ham we've actually watched the uh, the episode and it was a good start from the young man wasn't it it was a good start I'm, I'm, I don't know where I lie on it it's, it's a bit funny seeing him on the TV however I maybe liked it there's quite a few people on Twitter there's actually quite a lot of interest in Dion Dublin um, it was actually trending on Twitter Homes under the Hammer it was trending on Homes in the maybe Hammer maybe it's had its desired effect Okay. Getting that, getting that. I know. Well, I'd never watch Homes under Confident the Hammer. Confident intro from it. Yeah, very. I'm just going to read out some of the tweets just from it. Some of them are quite funny. So people are uproar on Twitter. First one: Dion Dublin presenting Homes under the Hammer. What next? Muzzy is it bringing back changing room? <laughs> <laughs> Which are quite. I'd quite like to see that as yeah, well. Actually. Um, next one: He's big. He's tall. He knocks down foundation walls. Dion Dublin. <laughs> And finally, my favourite, there's been a few of these going around, but this is to um, R. Kelly's Ignition. It's the remix to Ignition, the on Dublin edition. He was playing for Villa, now he's using Wolf Villa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got time for that. Let's uh, mock up a music video. That, that was, uh, yeah, some quite funny tweets going around, but I thought he did a confident start, from the, and it's only going to progress on. Yeah. Sounds like he's got a bit of vision as well. He can visualise. Uh, but apparently, he's got a, a quite a portfolio of properties. Music label as well, hasn't he? Man of all fingers in all pies. Him and Uga. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's yeah. very true. Actually, Josh, big fan of um, Ocean Colour Scene as well, yeah. isn't he? And he created. He's the... a very good saxophonist. Isn't he? Very well pronounced. Okay, be careful then. <laughs> Matt Collins. Not left yes. you speechless. Uh, I've got a story about um, a Villa fan. I'm always a bit cautious when you say story because I look at my watch. It's only a short one. No, just, a, just an Aston Villa fan that um, claimed... Just happened to play for them, called Dwight York. <laughs> he, uh, he made the statement that if Aston Villa beat Tottenham Hotspur this weekend... Oh no, one of the, I hate these things. I saw one on Birmingham Mail. He would, don, he would yeah. he'd, uh, he'd don his wife's pink dress. Yeah, just attention seeking. Um, not a massive story, but just uh, did he do it? He did do it, and and he uh, yeah. took a photo and put it on. Uh, it actually uh, got brought up on by some Facebook users, and they actually said, uh, "Here's what you said, and you got to do it." So he, he did it. He squeezed place, into the dress, and yeah, uh, well, I shaved my head. Stupidly, <laughs> stupidly, he's opened it up to say if they beat Liverpool. Oh, he'll get he'll a transplant. Just, like, he'll do whatever whatever the fans vote for him to do within reason. What? So, with the pig he obviously hasn't yeah. learned his lessons. No. Well, I like. Yeah, I don't mind that one. That woman was just after attention, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah. With his Josh. 
Mine will. The uh, under eight squad are out at the Albion. Just signed their first contract. That's not, th- that's not actually what shocks me. Oh, right. <laughs> and, uh, they're halfway around the pitch, doing a lap of honour. Just won their first cup final, beat but, Chelsea 15-0. Yeah. And, uh, no, they didn't. <laughs> they did. Good result. Cup final. <laughs> Good result for the lads. And they're, uh, get, just get halfway around and the liquidator comes on. Oh, no. I'm sure everyone knows what's coming in there. Hands over your ears. Oh, yeah. Come the on, ma- kid. manager promptly ushered them all off. When they wanted to run to the Brummie Road end, yeah, straight down the tunnel. Oh, wow, that's a good bit of expletives. Um, there's a bit of uh, overhanging issue from last week. I didn't actually pick a winner, um, and I've actually had time to think about last week's winner, and I'm going to reveal it now. I actually think last week's winner was the listener because it was such a great show. So the listener, <laughs> <laughs> the listener has won last week's show. Um, I've got to pick a winner for this week's show, judging by the performance of all of us. Um, it's not going to be the listener. This week's winner is Ryan Molesworth. Get in. Actually, drew level with the listener. I just thought who had won it. That was the uh, <laughs> 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 vote, that was. Yeah, I'm now level with the listener. Ryan Molesworth. No, but your listeners above you on goal difference. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, good show this week, guys. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Will. Where can we find us on social media, Josh? At Middle of the Road on Sports Apple. And at MOTR Podcast on Twitter. Congratulations, Ryan. Cheers, Will. Thank you. Thanks, boys. Thank you. Everyone, well done. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Uh...